So we want to talk to you a little bit um, off of kind of piggybacking on the idea of surrender is, is, is walking surrendered to God's love and how awesome that is and how, what type of fruit that will produce. Ephesians 5.2, just the A portion because I love the way this version says it. And continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ. I think that that line should be pasted in our foreheads that we're walking every day completely surrendered to the extravagant love of God in Christ Jesus for us and in us. Ephesians chapter 5, 2 in the message says this. Mostly, I love this, mostly what God does is love you. (laughs) Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love wasn't cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. Think about it now for a second. Let's just take a moment. We need to love like the Father loves us, but how can we love others if we really don't understand the extravagant love of Christ for us and in us? I think it's crazy, right? We're Christians, we're Christ followers. Can I hear a big amen? Wave a hand at me. We're Christ followers, right? The idea of Christ followers, how did Jesus walk in this earth? Was he mean? Nope. Was he angry at people besides the Pharisees and Sadducees who a- aggravated him? Nope. Because of their religiousness and their, and their that, that's the only thing that really aggravated Jesus is like people's dependence on themselves. Right. But otherwise, Jesus was so kind and so loving and so... Everywhere he went, I mean, the fact that he died on a cross when he could have called legions of angels to come and take him off the cross says something about the love that he had for us. We need to understand that the nature of God's love is so different from human love in this one fact. The Father loves us to give, not to get from us. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he, he gave. You and I, as, and how many, how many of you have ever been a parent or your parents in here? Okay, so we got lots of parents in here, right? A lot of us as natural uh, people, we love our kids, but we do expect love back. And especially for you moms who are struggling maybe with an empty nest or, or your kids start starting to go and, and you're starting to, it's kind of really starting to rock your world, right? Um, I think it's really, she said, Jennifer's like, yes, it is. But um, we realize that we cannot extract from people what only God can give us. The problem is, is that we often try to extract things from other people and we get angry at them for not giving it to us when the truth of the matter is, is God's the only one who can give you what you're looking for. And the extraction that, you know, that you're looking to extract. So in perverted forms, the parents try to extract their love, love from their kids when Jesus is the only one who can really give that. And human love expects something back, but God's love has no limits. It's you, baby. It says Jen. I'm just, I'm still like reveling in the worship. (laughs) It's just so awesome. Oh my gosh. Like I could just stay there. Um, I'm just so, I just get so blessed by every person just being brave and stepping out and being the gift that God is Thank you so much for, for the ones who play and step out. And it's, it's a scary thing to, like, 
sometimes you have something in your heart, even like what he's talking about. If you have a text you want to send someone or... I got a text from someone, it was so sweet, in the body, um, in church, and, and she's like, I just wanted to say this to you today. Well, I totally need to hear that. And it was the first time she'd ever even said that. And she goes, I sent it out to some other people, and I got a good response. And it was just so sweet, because they're being brave, you know? Yeah. It's cute. And, I, and I, just, I, just, I just get so happy with that. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I, God still can create. And this is the one thing, and it's happened a couple times in my life, and I just get so amazed at God. Um, there have been some situations, and, and you all could be have this situation too, where maybe it's a coworker, or if it's a family member, or if it's um, just someone in your life that is a little difficult to love. And, and, but they're not going anywhere. So it's not like you're working at the same place, you know? So what do you do? So I have just... There have been times where there's been some personalities and some people where they weren't going anywhere. Um, I can think of like 15 years ago, something like that. And I literally would just, I just said, Lord, you know what? My human love, I don't have it in me because I know too much. Or this situation happened. It's like, it is just, or they hurt me and I can't, I can't muster up anything. If anything, if I think of that person, I... I'm like, oh, like I don't want to think about them. But so I have talked this honest to God and I'm just like, Lord, I need you. I pray that you would just show me their heart. I pray that you would give me eyes to see them as you see them. And literally I had a situation to where I don't even have to muster up the love anymore. It is oogling and googling out of my heart. Like God did it in this one situation. And I am like, crazy about this person and it's not and you know that person can tell it's like when you really care for someone and you really are connected with them they know and so I just you know I just want to encourage you that there might be some challenging um, situations but you don't have to worry mm -hmm. about because God can create that love um, in you and it's just a matter of you um, surrendering to him and just saying I'm done you know it might be a child it might be someone who's you keep who comes to you for counsel and like you keep telling them the same things and you know what's going to help them. You're pointing them to the word. You're, you're praying for them. But for some reason, there's just not a choice in that person's life to really, really want to change and get yeah. help. That's when you, when you're just like, okay, I'm giving them, I'm putting them on the altar like Isaac. I'm done. God step in. And he does. And that's what's so amazing and great because even when we don't have the human love, he gives it to us. So. That's right. Praise yeah. God for that. Thank God for that. Yeah. Wait, wait, did you want to I read have your a scripture, scripture, don't I? There it is, okay, right yeah. there. Luke one thirty seven, and it says, not one, because God can do anything, you guys. Like, Hello. literally, the Bible says that nothing is impossible with God. So we got to understand that. But it says that not one promise of God is empty of power. And I love that, because when we go into prayer, or when you guys are you know, you're, you're up in the morning, you got your bad breath and your coffee, God's right there, yep. <laughs> you know? And so you quoting those scriptures is not a waste of time because right here it says, I mean, I brush before I do that, but <laughs> just te I'm just teasing. But, Good the, to know. but <laughs> no word of God is empty of power. The angels of God go and carry out that word you're declaring. When you speak the word of God, it will not return unto you void. His promises right. are, you can bank on them. And it's not like sometimes it doesn't happen right away, but you can bank on them because God cannot lie. So I love that scripture right there. Awesome. He's still creating, um, and he can do it, even give you the love you need. So. I love that. Okay. You know, I think something that we need to do to make 
I know this sounds crazy, but we need to make room in our hearts and our minds for the love of God. Amen. <clears throat> now, am I saying that the love of God is not in you because it's crowded out? Of course I'm not, because Romans 5.5 5 strictly says that he has placed the love of God in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. But what we find here is we, we have to actually make room in our hearts. And the way that we do this, this is what has changed my life in the last year. This has absolutely transformed my life. I'm living my relationship with Jesus at a level and a place that I never even thought was possible. I, I didn't even know how to get to that point. And it was simply this. This is what I've done last year. I refuse to allow condemnation, shame, and regret in my life. The moment it comes into my mind, I kick it out. I get it out. The moment that I blow it before Jesus, I go to him, not because he needs to hear me say I'm sorry. He's already settled that in Christ Jesus. You are forever forgiven, past, present, and future. I go to him for me. And I go, Father, you know what? I blew it, but I thank you that I'm already forgiven. And I thank you, you don't look at me in a bad way. You don't look at me as I'm less than. You look at me as I'm your child. And you see me as perfect, just like you see Jesus. I thank you. There's no condemnation for me. I do that for me. I do that for me. Now, I believe, and we'll see here in a minute. um, I'm getting ahead of myself. I won't won't go there. But let let me read this scripture to you. Now, let me set this up for you. Romans chapter 7 is all about Paul telling you, how frustrated he is and how condemned he feels because the things he wants to do, he's not doing. And the things that he shouldn't be doing, he is doing. So basically, he's, he's fallen prey to his flesh and he's so frustrated. He's like, who's going to deliver me from this body of death? This is where this verse come in. Oh, thank God, he will. Through Jesus Christ, the anointed one, our Lord. So then indeed, I myself with the mind and heart serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Now Romans 8 says that Romans 8, 1 says the very first thing he tells us coming out of this, that Jesus is going to do it for us is he says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And then other people go, oh, but you know it says who, walk, who, who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the Spirit. So if you are, there should be condemnation. Look, okay, if you want to get technical with me, first of all, all of that's in parentheses. It's not in the original language. But even if it is in the original language, when we walk after the dictates of the flesh, of course we're going to experience condemnation and shame because that's not who we were made to be. Right? Right? right. It's not who any of us were made to be. Right. We, need to, we need to declare war on condemnation and shame. You need to get a hold of the inner dialogue that's going on in your heart and your head. Right. So many of you are beating yourselves up over things. or, or you blow. How many of you do this? You make a mistake and you go, God, what a, that was so stupid, you idiot. Yeah. I used to do that all the time. I don't anymore. I'm on the golf course and I hit a bad shot. You moron. No, I am not a moron. God has made me. He's given me the mind of Christ. I'm not that way. I'm serious. I don't allow condemnation, shame, or feeling bad about myself to happen at any level. And since then, it seems like my heart has expanded and opened and i am experienced the love of Jesus like I've never experienced it before. We got to make room for love to get condemnation and shame and regret out. 
And I just want to say that every single person in here is worthy of love. I, yes. There is no, nothing that you have done in the past that, that disqualifies you from that love. Every person in here is worthy of love. And so if you have to say that, I am worthy of love, you are. I just want to say that to you. But um, we need to make room. You know, you think about it. To make room literally means to just create a space. And sometimes we are so crowded up inside, we can't even hear. It's like um, I used to do uh, furniture, redo it, and bring and sell it. Um, did it for quite a while. It was fun. But we had a rule. If I was going to save a piece or find a piece to keep, I had to get rid of another one because if I didn't do that, there would be the house would be full. <laughs> yeah. And so, so, but there's things in our hearts. Sometimes there's wrong thinking. There's there's religious thinking. There's different things that I believe as we go along in our journey, the Lord will will show us. Eh, you know that that kind of thinking may not be right, but we have to make room in order to receive, if that makes sense in our hearts. So, yeah. For sure. Did I have no, a scripture is, on that? One? Uh, no. No, this is what you were right there. Okay, yeah, that's all. So, yeah. Our, I oh, just, yeah, I guess, yeah, that was it. Okay, okay my bad. <laughs> Sorry. It's me now. Yeah, we're on point. 1 John 3, 16 <laughs> yeah. through 24. And I want to go and I want to read over this uh, and share this with you. This is how we come to understand and experience love. I love that. He's about to tell us. Uh, Christ sacrificed his life for us. This is why we ought to live sacrificially for our fellow believers and not just be out for ourselves. If you see a, bro a brother or sister in need and have the means to do something about it, but turn a cold shoulder and do nothing, what happens to God's love? It disappears, and you made it disappear. My dear children, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. This is the only way we'll know we're, tr we're living truly, Living in God's reality. I love this next line. It's also a way to shut down debilitating self-criticism. Yeah, so Even when there's something to it. See, that's where we get bogged down. Because the self-criticism comes in and it's true. Or it's put in the first form. And it's put in the form of the first person. Like you think you're thinking it up all yourself. And the devil's feeding you the whole time. And you're like, oh, I guess I'm thinking this about myself. No, he's just fed you a bunch of stuff. And you have this debilitating self-criticism going on on the inside of your head. For God is greater than our worried hearts and knows more about us than we do ourselves. And friends, once that's taken care of and we're no longer accusing or condemning ourselves, we're bold and free before God. We're able to stretch out our, our hands out and receive what we ask for because we're doing what he said, doing what pleases him. Again, this is God's command, just in case everybody's wondering what God's command is, to believe in his personally named son, Jesus Christ. He told us to love each other in line with the original command. As we keep his commands to believe in Jesus and love one another, we live deeply and surely in him and he lives in us. And this is how we experience his deep and abiding presence in us by the spirit he gave us. Guys, when you actually step out and walk in love, when somebody has treated you wrongly, at that moment, you are experiencing the presence and the love of God right. in that moment right. instead of what usually ensues. Right. So I want to really encourage you. We need, to, we need to kind of stay focused. We need to make sure that we're listening to that inner dialogue that's going on all the time. We need to stay in the word. In case I haven't said it recently, 
We live our lives by the word of God. Well, God gave me this revelation, and it's, and it's that Jesus has a second Savior. That's a, no, no, he didn't. That's not the Bible. We listen to what the Bible says. We walk in line with what the Bible says. Well, I don't even know what to do in this situation. Well, what would Jesus do? I mean, WWJD, let's go back to that. What would Jesus do? Would he cuss him out? Eh, probably not. Would he think all these things about how, they, how you've been able to kill that person in your mind 62 times? Probably not. Right? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I, our, this surrender that we're talking about is what is needed. You know, we're to surrender our control in situations because we don't have it or we're to surrender our hearts to God. But you have to create the, the space that I was talking about. You have to create that space to get to know who you're surrendering to. Because you can't come to church and you can't hear something like this and just say, okay, I'm going to surrender. When, you, when you, you can, but you could do it in that way where it just doesn't feel, it just kind of just goes off of you like that. Or you can just take the time and sit in God's presence let him first love you. Let him first heal you. Let him first comfort you from his word. And then it's easy to surrender. When you know that he's there for you, when you know that he's strong on your behalf, when you, when you see the word of God working in your life, you can start to relax. Because I go through this. I have a hard time sometimes just surrendering because it's a trust thing. And it's like, here's the God who made the universe. So the God who put all my feelings in my fingertips, yet I can't even give him the situation. So I don't get upset, though. It's a process. And just continuing to get before the Lord, continuing to lay your heart open to him and just allow him to move and work. Cool. You're standing. Yeah. No, I had to get Tasha oh, back okay. my seat. All right. Um, yeah, go. Can you just put it on the stand, babe? I want to do something before we go tonight. I want to do another surrender exercise. I think it will be... Um, good for us just to take a moment. Can you just take a moment right now with me? Just close your eyes. And, uh, you know, I think it's really important that we do exercises like that so that you can even kind of get the sense of what we're talking about. But this is what I do. I, 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 once again, I just come to you, Father, right now. And I'm encouraging you to do this. I, I open up my hands before me to receive whatever you would have for me. And Father, I surrender myself to your love. I surrender myself to how you feel about me and how you value me. Father, no one has the right to set my value, not even me. Jesus said it when he died for me. So I receive your love tonight. I surrender to your love. And God, we ask you, according to Ephesians chapter 3, that you would open up the eyes of our hearts so we would know what the dimensions of the love of God even look like. Father, I ask you to continue to, to do this work of the Holy Spirit for people understand your love and your grace in such a powerful way. I pray that tonight they would experience the liberty and freedom that there is for just saying, Jesus, I surrender everything and give it all to you. I thank you for that tonight, Lord. Touch their hearts. Touch their lives as they go about their week this week. 
let them sense that you're there with them. And I ask that they would be able to make room in their hearts and their minds to experience the love of Jesus like they never had before. And we thank you for it. We give you the praise and honor. In Jesus' name we pray tonight. And everybody said, amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next. Oh, 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 yeah. I forgot. Who's, who's here for the very first time with us tonight? Very first time. I know you are. Wonderful. And you are great. It's great to have you guys. Can we get... And you are. Let's make sure that they get a card. You guys, if you'll just fill that out, we want to give you a gift before you go tonight. And yeah, yes, right here, right next to Brandon. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Yeah, worship night. See, Jen knows all this stuff. She was going to get a whiteboard and just start throwing stuff up. But we got a worship night and it's out of sight. At June, uh, July 17th going to be a big worship night so not next week but the week after do not miss it i guarantee you it's going to be epic god's going to meet us here he's going to touch lives and minister to hearts so july 17th be here aloha love you mean it have a great week oh yeah we i'm sorry i forgot to do this again we have people who are going to pray for you so don't leave if you feel like you have a need that needs prayer all right god bless you